0: Welcome to UFC On Point. What's up everyone out there? It's fight week again. It's pay-per-view week. UFC 259, guys. Where should I start? What an incredible event is going down this weekend, Saturday night in Las Vegas, Nevada, in the UFC Apex. A triple heather championship main card, the main event, Jan Blachowicz, the undisputed UFC light heavyweight champion, is going to take on probably the best striker that we have in the UFC right now in Israel, the last style stylebender Adesanya, and this is just crazy for me. Israel is a middleweight champion, he is going to move up to light heavyweight to challenge Jan Blachowicz for his title that he just recently won against Dominic Reyes and um, it impresses me a lot. Israel Adesanya, I mean he said he's not even going to weigh in at the limit. He's going to fi- uh, be like 10 pounds below the weight limit even on fight night which is absolutely incredible because Jan Blachowicz will probably weigh 15 pounds over the, over the light heavyweight limit when it is fight night. So it's going to be absolutely incredible, guys. I cannot wait for this one. The Polish power versus the striking accuracy of Israel Adesanya. This is going to be so interesting. As I mentioned, Jan Blachowicz, he's on a five-fight or four-fight win streak, I assume. Um, he captured um, the belt that was, um, that was vacant from Dominic Reyes. He defeated him via TKO in the second round on Fight Island at UFC 253 where Israel Adesanya also um, maintained his middleweight championship against Paulo Costa in dominant fashion so this is going to be so interesting guys i mean in my opinion it it all comes down to to how the fight is going i mean Jan Blahovic. Everybody's talking about his power. I mean, he has incredible power, but we should not forget he also has a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So he's very dangerous on the ground as well. And um, I mean, the keys to victory for Jan Blahovic clearly, um, he needs to um, he needs to get out of the distance. Like he needs to um, maintain a close range and um, press Izzy to the fence, which might be very hard to do because we all know Izzy's movement is absolutely incredible. And um, yeah, he cannot stay in the pocket with Izzy because Izzy's, in my opinion, clearly the better striker, even though he has probably less power than Jan has. I mean, Jan can, can knock him out if he catches him. I just don't see it happening um, because Izzy's range management and his movement is just too good. So Jan Blachowicz really needs to close the distance, clinch with him, press him against the fence, um, pressure him, probably trying to take him down. Um, that's basically the only, the only way I see him winning this fight, maybe by a submission or if he gets easy to the ground. And what I absolutely do not see happening uh, is he also has a, a purple belt, I believe in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So, he said he wants to show his submission skills as well, which I which I really would love to see because we haven't seen Israel Adesanya on the ground yet um, in the UFC because he's such an elite striker, he just um, beats up everybody on the feet. As I mentioned, he's undefeated 20-0, he beat everybody. Paulo Costa, Joel Romero, Robert Whittaker, Calvin Gastelum, Anderson Silva and the list goes on and goes on. So I'm very curious how this fight is gonna go. And I could see Izzy winning the thing, even by TKO, if he picks Jan apart. Yeah, but either way, I'm very, very hyped for this fight, guys. I mean, I think everybody is. This is going to be an absolute cracker. And I can absolutely not wait for this one. And I mean, the crazy thing is here, guys, that's not even the only championship fight in the card. It's one of three. So the second one, the female GOAT in MMA, Amanda Nunes, is taking on another challenger in Megan Anderson. And um, I mean, what should you say? She's a huge favorite, Amanda Nunes, like she's in all of her uh, last fights. She hasn't lost a fight since 2014 to Kat Singano and has beaten everybody in absolutely dominant fashion. She's she's a huge favorite in my opinion. She's um, she's better everywhere. She's the better striker. She's absolutely better on the ground. The only concern here is Megan Anderson is a woman that is absolutely tall, and it's very hard to find someone, some women that have a similar body than sh- than she does, because she's so rangy. She she has such long feet, such long arms, so. The keys to victory for Megan Anderson, if in if in some way she can win that fight, is absolutely to maintain the distance, um, and rely on her huge reach advantage, and trying to land some yeah some significant punches. Um, I mean, but Amanda knows that, right? So I think that will be really really hard to do for her. So and I probably think that Amanda needs to or not need to, but she will try to get this fight on the ground because she's clearly domin- dominant mm, on the ground, in my opinion. I think she's also dominant on the feet over Megan Anderson. The only little concern is that the reach advantage of Megan Anderson and the height uh, advantage um, might, place in, might play some factor, but she's a champion for a reason, Amanda Nunes. She knows all that. Um, I think she will absolutely dominate the, uh the uh dominate the fight and I do not see it going the distance I think she either knocks her out or submits her in the second or third round um it's just not it's just not a lot of competition for her uh in the featherweight division so yeah Megan Anderson is just the, the next uh, the next in line I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it she absolutely does but I just don't see Megan Anderson um in some way winning this fight because Amanda Nunes is just simply the goat in women's MMA um, and I think she's she's going to get it done. And then guys, the third championship fight on the night, um, probably the fight I'm most looking forward to. We will see Peter No Mercy Yan, the undisputed bantamweight champion, taking on Aljamain Funkmaster Sterling. What a matchup, what a clash of styles. Peter Jan, one of the best boxers in the UFC, incredible striking, taking on Aljamain Sterling, one of the best grapplers in the game. His wrestling and his grappling are absolutely phenomenal. Um, He has also good kicks and good striking, so I'm very, very interesting to see how this one goes down. Peter Jan, I mean, he hasn't lost a fight since five years, I assume, against Magomed Magomedov and um, yeah, dominated every every opponent. He, uh, he captured a also vacant belt, I assume, from, from Jose Aldo um, last July um, in a fight which um, many believe Algemaid, Aljamain Sterling should have fought against um, Peter Jan for the vacant title because Jose Aldo was c- uh, coming off a loss. And um, yeah, it was just a, the name value that, uh, in my opinion, that made Jose Aldo Aldo taking part in this fight. And um, yeah, Peter Jan was absolutely patient. It was a competitive fight in the first few rounds. Um, And then, yeah, it was just too much in the fifth and he got the TKO victory. And also he, yeah, he beat Uriah Faber. But in my opinion, guys, Peter Jan, he has not um, faced the best competition so far. When we compare that, Um, to Aljamain Sterling. I mean, Peter Jan very dominant, no question, and I believe he's going to win this fight. If I would need to pick someone, I would pick Peter Jan to win it. Um, Probably also inside the distance by TKO. But if we look at the resume of Aljamain Sterling, he has fought better competition, in my opinion. He has fought the top Five or top ten in the Bantamweight division already. He beat Corey Santag currently number two. He beat Pedro Munoz, Jimmy Rivera, Cody Stamen. I mean, he he lost to Marlon Moraes, um, which was very unlucky. But he basically fought everybody, and he he really earned his way to the title shot. And um, clearly, the path to to victory for Aljamain Sterling is absolutely not on the feet, in my opinion. Even though he has good striking and. Uh, Good boxing and 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 kicks, but he's so dominant on the ground. And if Aljamain Sterling is able to get this fight on the ground, it will be really dangerous um, for Peter Jan because his submission game is just absolutely insane. When he has you in a choke, there's no way you can get out of this. If you if you saw the fight against Corey Sandhagen, that rear naked choke was so deep, so tight there was no way um other than quitting for Corey sandhagen and i mean the kind of awkward and and, and m- movement of Algermain sterling can really cause some problems because he has he has good kicks he has he has a little bit um unorthodox striking um to mix it up but his past victory victory is clearly getting the thing on the ground which he absolutely will try to do in my opinion but peter jan is aware of that and he has a really good takedown defense so, I think that Peter Jan will capture um, gold again, will maintain his championship, and I probably see him winning this thing by by TKO. So if I had to pick one of the three championship fights um, that doesn't go the distance, I would – ah, it's hard to say. It's really hard to say, guys. Pro- probably all none of the three title fights goes the distance. I mean, maybe, yeah. I think Peter Jan versus Aljamais Sterling is the one that um, does not go the distance um, with the highest probability. Let's put it this way, guys, okay? So, there were the three title fights for UFC 259, but I mean, still, the other fights that are on the card, each of those could headline a UFC fight night. We will see, finally, the return of Islam Makhachev Versus Drew Dober and um, Islam Makhachev as many believe, is a future a future UFC lightweight champion. Good buddy of Habib, training partner of Habib, and Habib self uh, himself says that Islam is going to be the next champion. He's a dominant wrestler, super dominant wrestler. He fights pretty much in Habib style. Probably even has a better striking than Habib. Um, yeah, but Islam hasn't hasn't fought since 2019, where he beat um, Davri Ramos, and um, he still needs to he still needs to fight top 10, top 15 guys. Um, yeah, because he hasn't he hasn't fought the who's who yet in the lightweight division. So I'm very curious to see um, what Islam Akhajeb is able to do against Drew Dober, and um, yeah, if he can finally jump into the the, the top 10 and um, Get some get some um, get some fights um, with very good contenders, and I'm really curious to see what he's going to do. I think he's going to win the fight, but we should not underestimate Drew Dober, who has unbelievable striking. His left hand is absolutely incredible. I mean, if he catches Islam Islamakhachev with that left hand, I can absolutely see Drew Dober knocking him out. But um, the way I think that fight is gonna go is that Islam Makhachev is just grinding for three rounds, um, taking him down and mauling him like Khabib does. And yeah, that's, that's how I see this playing out. But I mean, from a betting perspective, guys, there's absolutely value in Drew Dober and getting a TKO victory, in my opinion, um, because he seems so loose. I mean, absolutely incredible Drew Dober. Um, when you saw the interview yesterday but that's another cracker fight. Um, it's not the first one on the on the main card. It's the second one. I'm really excited for this one as well. And the main card opener, guys, Macheta is back. Tiago Santos he takes on Alexander Rakic um, in a light heavyweight bout. Also really interesting, Alexander Rakic. Many believe he might be a future champion. He's still only 29 years old. An absolute incredible fighter. Um, he recently uh, defeated Anthony Smith, very dominant. Before that, he lost to Volkan Ustemir by split decision, guys. But to be honest, he he did not lose that fight. He won that fight, in my opinion, at least. And before that, he beat Jimmy Manuel with a highlight reel head kick knockout. He defeated Devin Clark. So this guy is on a tear. Um, he's huge for light heavyweight, and um, I cannot wait for this fight. I mean, we all know Thiago Macheta Santos is very dangerous with his striking. He has so much power, but we should not forget he's 37 years old. Um, He was dealing with um, horrible knee injuries. Um, So did Alexander Rakic, but it was way longer ago. And Rakic is very, uh, very aware of that. So I think he will chop off his legs. And I see Alexander Rakic winning this one. And um, getting closer to the top. Both very good strikers. Um, Alexander Rakic also very good on the ground. Pooh, guys, that's an incredible main card that we're going to see this weekend. I cannot wait for this one, but um, let me quickly um, point out some fights on the prelims because that's just absolutely insane. The featured prelim, we will see Dominic Cruz versus Casey Kenny. I mean, that could, this fight could, uh, could, um could be the, the 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 main fight um on another fight night we will see Song Don taking on Kyler Phillips very exciting fight Joseph Benavides after his two losses to um Davison Figueiredo comes back taking on Askar Askarov who is undefeated um, and, and at the at the top of the um of the flyweight rankings this is going to be incredible and we will see Kai Kara-France another guy from City Kickboxing taking on Rogerio Bontorin, so I mean this card is absolutely stacked, the prelims could really be another fight night um, by themselves, that's incredible in my opinion. Even the early prelims we see Tim Elliott and Jordan Espinosa, Carlos Erlberg, another guy from City Kickboxing who made an impressive debut in the Contender Series, is making his UFC debut tonight. Sean Brady. A a very good prospect from Philadelphia, undefeated, 13-0, taking on Jake Matthews and so on and so on, guys. I can absolutely not wait for UFC 259 this weekend. I'm so excited. Jan Blachowicz um, defending his belt against Israel Adesanya. Very, very tough first title defense um, for the Polish power. Amanda Nunes defending her title again versus Megan Anderson and Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling, the first of three title fights. What a clash of styles. We see Islam Makhachev, uh, up-and-coming rising star from the lightweight division and Alexander Rakic as well, as I mentioned. This card is stacked absolutely insane, guys. I cannot wait for this one. I hope you guys are tuning in with me. And um, yeah, I will... I will make another episode once the thing is finished. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed um, my, let's say little bit smaller breakdown of UFC 259. If you have any recommendations or concerns or participation wishes, if you want to discuss me, uh, discuss with me about some UFC fight events, I'm always down to just contact me um, in Instagram. My name is svn um underscore lsr or uh yeah or just uh, contact me um through the link um via spotify so if if so if you liked it you i'm very happy if you would leave a comment or a five star review that would be awesome so um thank you guys for tuning in don't forget to tune in saturday night until then stay safe and um have a great weekend of fights guys see you next week we